Welcome to this production from College Place United Methodist Church. To find out more about our church, please visit our website at www.collegeplaceumc.org. And now, here's our sermon from Dr. Bill Daniel. Our scripture passage is found in the book of Joshua. It's a text for people who have wandered, lived a life in the wilderness, and are transitioning into a life of promise, having trusted and been tested, but having trusted God over many years. It's a book about following God's lead, where it takes us, and what we do to grow up into God and to receive the promises that God has given us. I'm going to jump around in a few passages here. This is a quick history from the book of Joshua. After almost 40 years of wandering in the wilderness due to disobedience, because the spies looked over the land and reported back to Moses that there were giants and it was a scary place and they would surely be consumed if they entered into that. Having disobeyed, they wandered fed by manna for almost 40 years. And then Joshua takes the lead as Moses is unable to enter into the promised land. Yet God raises up Joshua. And then when the people set out from their tents to cross over the river Jordan into the promised land, the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant were in front of the people. And now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. So when those who bore the ark had come to the Jordan and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were dipped in the edge of the water, the waters flowing from above stood still, rising up in a single heap. Then the people crossed over opposite Jericho. And while all Israel were crossing over on dry land, the priests who bore the ark of the covenant stood on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan until the entire Jordan finished, until the entire nation finished crossing over the river Jordan. Later on in the fifth chapter, it says, when all the kings in the land of the Amorites beyond the Jordan to the west and the kings of the Canaanites by the sea heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the Israelites, dried up the waters again for Moses crossing the Red Sea and now in entering into the promised land. The Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the Israelites until they crossed over. All the kings of the Amorites and the Canaanites, their hearts melted and there was no longer any spirit in them because of the Israelites. For the Israelites traveled 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation, the warriors who came out of Egypt, perished, not having listened to the voice of the Lord. To them the Lord swore he would not let them see the land that he had sworn to their ancestors, to give a land flowing with milk and honey. But it was their children whom he raised up in their place that Joshua circumcised that day because they'd not been circumcised on the way. They'd not been fully brought into the covenant. And when the circumcising of all the nation was done, they remained in their places in the camp until they were healed. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Today you will call this place Gilgal, for today I've rolled away from you the shame of Egypt, a place of healing a place of rolling away disgrace, a place of forgiveness, Gilgal, the name. 
And then they celebrated Passover. And instead of manna, they had the first Passover. The produce of the land. The land gives forth its own bread, unleavened cakes and parched grain. The manna ceased, and Israel feasted on the produce of the land in Cana that year. And then a vision came. And here's where the people of God can take comfort in every generation. Having gone through the land of wilderness in the time of testing, God gives a vision to those having been tested, having been found trusting. A call to trust a little further. Trust a little more. Joshua was by Jericho and he looked up and he saw a man standing before him with a drawn sword. And Joshua went to him and said, Are you one of our allies or are you one of our adversaries? He replied, Neither. But as commander of the Lord's army, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshiped and said to him, What do you command your servant, my Lord? And the commander of the army of the Lord said to Joshua, Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. And a blessing comes to the people of God at the reading and the hearing of God's word. The place of Gilgal. The history of Israel and their test is fulfilled and a vision is given. A vision is given to trust, to go through the testing, and then to discover the holy ground under your feet. Holy ground, a place where God and humans meet. That's what holy ground is. A place where God's love and God's glory and God's own presence shines through. And this mysterious spiritual messenger, when asked, are you our ally or our, our adversary? Which one to the people of God? God's messenger says neither. But remove your, your sandals. You're on holy ground. The presence of the God melts away allies and adversaries. Having found, tested the trust in the Lord shows us God's lead always leads us to the promise. And yet, at the end of that long road, at the end of the long road of wandering, the river is crossed, the land is entered, and in looking for enemies and allies, the first thing God says is, you're in my presence. You are forgiven. You are in Gilgal, the place where your shame in Egypt, your sin has been rolled away. Now you're on holy ground. Now you're in the presence of the one you have trusted and now I will bless you in a land of milk and honey. You don't get to the blessing without a whole lot of stress. And at the end of the road, when you think the, the payoff is the land of milk and honey, in the end, the payoff is the very presence of a holy God who comes. We are neither allies nor adversaries. God's people find themselves forgiven and whole and healed and blessed and transformed at the Gilgal. We all have our own Gilgals. We all have our own places where we need to find a deeper sense of God's presence. Following God's lead, we see in this, I wish I had a whole series of opportunities to preach on this text because Joshua's leadership shows disciples of every generation how to follow God's lead. Throughout long years of history, across generations, 
to the transition. This is a time of transition. They haven't fully occupied the land, and yet God's presence, as soon as they cross the River Jordan, it's God's presence and holiness that is overflowing. A place to meet God, to forget the sins and the shame of the past, to dedicate a new generation of young people through circumcision, to find forgiveness and to find manna, to find nurture, all the things that we find at the table, we see in this first stage of God setting up the people of Israel in the land of promise. How did Joshua, here's, a, here's kind of a, one, of fun, one of those funny little jokes you learn in Sunday school along the way. How did Joshua and the Israelites know they'd hit the jackpot in the promised land? When they crossed the river Jordan, all the banks were overflowing. It's a cute little joke. It's about a third grade joke, right? <laughs> How do you know when you've reached the promised land that you've hit the jackpot? No, the banks weren't overflowing. There were no banks. There was still testing ahead and still the need to follow God's lead and to trust in the presence of God. But God knew that they needed to unburden the sins of the past. They knew that they'd reached God's promise at Gilgal a place of healing and hope for the new generation. And we need to, having come through our own time of testing, as the people called United Methodist Church, we want to look around for who our allies and our adversaries are. And Joshua's leadership reminds us that following God's lead in a way forward, ask the question and God asks, answers back, neither but take off your shoes. We're on holy ground. Have we discovered that our church is holy ground in these days? Have we discovered that God's promises really are only revealed in God's own presence, not in a political result? Maybe the political results are favorable. Maybe you have allies in the political results of our conference. Maybe it's, it feels like we are adversaries, and we've certainly made adversaries over the years in General Conference. And yet when we ask, where are our allies, where are our, our adversaries, God says, don't look for allies or adversaries. Look for my presence. You are in the Gilgal. This church of Jesus Christ, this table is a place for allies and adversaries to come together, to take off our shoes to lower our mistrust and our hate and our pain, to bring our wounds. God promises healing. He promised healing to the Israelites there at Gilgal when they'd crossed the River Jordan. He promised a new generation of young people would be dedicated and go forth in the covenant. We dedicate ourselves to that as we come to the table, to bring new generations of children into the knowledge that God's presence is here in this congregation. God's presence is here do we see it as a holy place? Do we see one another as the holy place that God is birthing a new future for our church, for our nation, for our communities, for our world? We are here in Gilgal, a place where we need our wounds healed. We need our hope rekindled. We need to be nurtured. This is what the church of Jesus Christ stands for. And all the things that God had promised 
and revealed to the Israelites at Gilgal and in the crossing of the River Jordan, God's provision and protection and purpose and path are all found for allies and adversaries at this table. I invite you to come. You've been offered a place to roll away your shame, to let your forgiveness for your own sins and for the sins of those in our church go, to see neither allies nor adversaries, but to see the holiness of God, remove the sandals from your feet. The place where you stand is holy. Holy places are places where God meets us and God's love shines through a little deeper. God's provision feeds us a little deeper. God's future becomes a little clearer as we draw our children around the table and through Sunday schools and through bringing them up. And following God's lead, we learn to trust because we have not conquered the land, but God's provision and path and God's purposes are ever before us for the forgiven, healed, redeemed people of God in Israel and in the United Methodist Church and in the body of Christ. Christian discipleship and leadership seeks the presence of God above all else, above victory, above conquest, above vindication, Above, see, I told you so. The only see, I told you so that should be in our ears is God's voice. See, I told you so. You would receive the promise of forgiveness, of hope, of nurture, of life on the holy ground of Gilgal. See, I told you so. My death is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Come. Though our sins all, allies and adversaries, be red as scarlet, may they be brought to the table to receive God's new provision, God's path for us all. May we remove the sandals from our feet. We are holy together, and God is making us a people of his pleasure and his purpose. And God is not finished with us, see? I told you so. The banks are overflowing of God's provision and love and forgiveness for allies and adversaries. The Spirit of the Lord says, come, come to the table, celebrate. What God did for Israel, God is doing for us at College Place and as United Methodists and as the body of Christ. May we receive the promise and may we trust further for God's revelation that we would be birthed a more holy people, allies and adversaries alike. This table is an open table, as is membership in the United Methodist Church is open to all. This table is open to all, even those who have only heard the word, repent. Bring your sins forth to God and find your Gilgal. Find your place of healing. Find your place where your shame is rolled away. And find your future and your sustenance through the Spirit of Jesus Christ. I invite those with sin 
and those who earnestly do truly repent of their sins to come forward for Christ is faithful to roll away our sins and disgrace and to plant in us the seed of hope, the seed of life, the seed of faith for the next generation. Do you have a place of wilderness still in your life that needs God to conquer? Bring that wilderness and come forward. Receive your promises. Receive God's promise. See, I told you so. I will take you to the place where I will bless you and make you holy. For I am holy, saith the Lord. This has been a production of College Place United Methodist Church. May God bless you richly upon hearing this message.